You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Eagles are at the podium, and we have it covered here thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today you're going to hear from Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz talking with the media. Before we get to that, an important note, there's a new series we're doing here at BGN called Quick Jam, and it's a show that'll drop in the morning, not every morning, but pretty frequently, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a shorter show to get you caught up in all of the updates with the Eagles, big news in small portions. I'm going to try to keep these shows under 10 minutes and jam-pack them with as much info as I can. That way, if you don't have time for a full 30- to 40-minute training camp recap right at that moment, you can still keep up to date with what's going on in the world of Philadelphia. So make sure you check out episode 1 that dropped this morning, and episode 2 will be up first thing in the AM. You'll still be getting fairly regular updates from BLG, May He Forever Rain, and Jimmy Kemsky, along with your normal lineup of shows, so make sure that you tune into those. But with that out of the way, let's get to the presser. First up, we'll get you caught up with Doug Peterson talking with the media on Monday. Then after the break, we've got defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz fielding questions as he was at the podium. Do you have uh, an update on Alshon Jeffrey and what are your expectations for him as you get into training camp and then into the season? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, good morning and um, it'll be it'll be good to see you guys on the on the field later to later this morning. So uh, looking forward to that, maybe. Um no, Alshon is doing extremely well. Uh, obviously, there's, uh, as you guys know, there's no timetable for uh, for for him. We're just trying to make sure that he's 100% before we uh, return him to action. But uh, he's doing extremely well, um, and uh, he's progressing uh, nicely uh, where where we want him to be at this particular time, and and uh, he continues to progress in the right direction. Go ahead, uh, Martin, and then Jimmy Kemsky. Hey, Doug. Um, I was I was wondering. What are you kind of looking for out of the rookies, like, you know, today and this week? I know it's kind of, you know, you got like three and a half weeks the season starts. Um, and also, is everyone going to be practicing today? Uh, yeah, so I think I th- it was a little, the question was a little broken up, but I think you're you're asking about the young players, uh, the rookies, and, and, and how, how, you know, the practices right. and things of that nature. So, yeah, today's the first day in pads, and, and again, these guys haven't been uh, – you know, been in pads since uh, our playoff game back in January. So, um, you know, we want to do our due diligence. I want to do my due diligence to the players, make sure that we're ramping up uh, correctly, um, and and yet still still put the pads on, get get used to them here in the next couple of days. And and really, again, it, it's um, you know, there's a fine line with uh, you know the amount of reps that our starters take and get. Uh, compared to uh, some of these guys that are that are backup guys or situational role players for us that uh, we need we need to get evaluations on and um, you know we do we don't have a whole lot of time obviously uh, so we got to make the most of uh, these opportunities especially uh, these uh, these padded sessions that we have uh, in the next couple of weeks. Go ahead, Jimmy, and then Dave Zingaro. 
Hey, Doug. Uh, you have uh, two backs in Miles and Boston who were particularly effective as, a re- as receivers out of the backfield last year. Are you looking to expand their role in the passing game this year by lining them up in the slot and asking them to sort of run more of the receiver route tree? Yeah, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, Miles has, has the ability to do that. He's, he's, um, you know, somebody that we've said, Hey, you know, you're, you're, the, you're our guy going into this, <clears throat> excuse me, into this season. Uh, definitely want to increase, you know, what he can do for us. Um, and, and if that means using him out of the backfield a little bit more in empty situations, we definitely want to do that and then see where, uh, see where he can grow and, and get better and, and, and help us. I, I do think that skill set, uh, is is conducive not only to him but uh, you know uh, obviously matchups and, and things of that nature you know from a defensive standpoint. Boston is the same way. Boston, as you saw towards the end of the season, he uh, became kind of our our jet sweep guy. He became uh, a guy that we use he and Miles both actually uh, you know out of the backfield together. So it's a good combination of guys uh, there uh, with those two, and and really look forward to. Uh, you know, these next few weeks, just getting these guys, uh, you know, ready for Washington. Hey, go ahead, Dave, and then Paul Domelich. Hey, Doug, in recent years, you guys have really managed Jason Peters' workload during training camp. What's the plan this year as he switches positions? Can he handle every rep in, in practice? Well, again, you know, Jason uh, being where he is, you know, uh, in his career and, and, you know, obviously the age thing, we still going to manage him. You know, we're still going to take care of these guys and, we, we listen. We can't. We can't just give every you know the, our, our starters 100 percent of the reps. It's just you know it's it's unfathomable um, to do that. And so we're gonna we're gonna we have a plan you know for these guys. Uh, Jason's part of that plan, and uh, we're gonna make sure that uh, you know he's ready to go. Obviously, in a couple of weeks, but at the same time, he he understands too from us that uh, you know he's got to get the reps necessary to to uh, be comfortable. You know, um, going into uh, going into Washington. Paul, and then Tim McManus. Yeah, Doug, uh, with respect to uh, rep distribution, given the uncertainty of the COVID uh, thing, you don't know how deep you're going to have to end up going this season, depending on what happens. Does that make it more important to more evenly distribute the reps during these next three weeks, particularly a quarterback? Well, I, I think, you know, right now um, the the plan, the protocols – uh, that the NFLPA, the NFL have put in place here for us at Novacare. I've been extremely uh, pleased and, and, and excited with uh, with with where we are as a team in, in relation to to the COVID virus and, and players being able to protect themselves. So I think we, as we move forward, you know, Carson and, and some of the number two guys, you know, Nate Sudfeld, you know, are, are going to have to take the bulk of the bulk of the reps. But I know. As we get closer towards the regular season, we got to make some decisions, obviously, and um, you know we'll make them at that at that time. But but uh, now that we're in this sort of protected bubble here, um, you know we can really prepare our starters, um, you know, in, in these next couple of weeks and, and get them ready to go. Tim and then Jeff McLean. Hey, good morning, Doug. What are your early Carson? Anything jump out to you about uh, about him uh, so far in camp? Early impressions on Carson? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we, we broke up. Um, okay. I've been I've been thoroughly impressed. Um, he he has come in uh, into camp obviously in, in great shape. Uh, he he's he's uh, he, he's the leader of our football team. Obviously, um, he's coaching up the young players, which is great to see. Uh, he's working well with with Deshaun and and 
uh, you know, Greg Ward and the guys that were on the field, JJ that were on the field at the end of the season last year and, and, and getting a really good rapport with them and, and really taking ownership in, in, in what, uh, you know, this pandemic where, where we are as a football team and have been really excited, uh, where he is right now, uh, as the leader of our, uh, you know, of our football team and, and, uh, excited for this upcoming season with him. Jeff and then Bo. Doug, uh, this is our first time seeing the team. You've obviously had an opportunity, uh, especially over the last five days, to see them in short <clears throat> shells. Who were some of the young players, uh, rookies or second-year guys or some of the new guys that you guys added this offseason in terms of free agency that have really kind of caught your eye when you've seen them either on the field or watching them back on film? Yeah, you know, it's uh, obviously there's we have a lot of new new faces to the roster this year, and, and – um, you know, obviously, you know, you think about the free agency, um, some of the new guys there, you know, with uh, uh, Nikhil Roby, uh, Coleman coming in and, and helping us. You know, obviously Slay, we know what he is. You know, we can we can go right down right down the list. Will Parks, you know, uh, Hargrave, guys like that. But, you know, when you get to that next level of guys, I, I, I've been really impressed with, uh, you know, our linebacking uh, group. Um you know, even even T.J. Edwards, a guy who had, we had last year, who came in and, and ended up playing some games for us, and and um, you know Duke Riley, who we had last year. You know, these are special teams players, but they're they're now situational in the mix to play a lot on on defense, and and been real impressed with with those guys. And um, you know, I think about how Jalen Mills, for instance, is is transitioning to to that safety spot, and how how well he's embraced that that opportunity, and. Um, I think about Sidney Jones, you know, young players that we've had on our roster now that it, it is time. It's time for these guys to really make their mark on, on, on their careers, you know, in the National Football League. And so I've been, I've been excited about them. Offensively, you know, obviously Miles Sanders, we talked a lot about him in Boston and, and been excited about those two guys. Obviously, our, our tight end situation uh, with, with Dallas and Zach and, you know, even, even uh, – you know, with Perk there, you know, coming in adds adds some really good depth. Noah has been a, a, a bright addition there, and of course, you know, Caleb Wilson now. So there's really good competition there uh, at, at tight end. And you know, you look at the receivers. Um, you know, obviously take out take out Deshaun, Alshon, Greg Ward. As we know, we've talked a lot about him. JJ, we've talked a lot about him. But excited where these guys are uh, right now at this time of of camp. Um, but really, those young players, Jalen Rieger has, you know, has has really been impressive uh, out on the football field. It'll be it'll be interesting now as we get into pads, just to see, you know, the, the physicality now of, the, of all these guys, you know, as as we continue to, uh, to to pursue towards the or at least, you know, make our make our move here in the next couple of weeks towards the regular season. We got time for a couple more, so we'll go to um, Bo and then Jamie and then Nick. What are your expectations for Week One relative to what they would be in a, in a normal year? And uh, if they are downgraded at all, what does that mean for sort of like how important the, the offseason stuff is? Well, obviously, you know, with the, um, you know, with, with, with the pandemic and where we are in preseason with no preseason games, I mean, obviously the, the first thing that stands out is the, you know, the first game is a, is a real game. It's a game that matters, a game that counts. And, and so, you know, one of the things we have to do as a staff and, and, and it not only just a coaching staff, but a personnel staff is make sure we have the right, the right guys, you know, going down to Washington for week one and, and, and you always want to be, obviously you want to be competitive. You know, you, you, it's, it's without having games to really evaluate and critique, um, you know, mistakes get magnified obviously in regular season games. So we've got to do our best to, to eliminate those here in the next couple of weeks. 
uh, you know, with practices. Uh, again, it's my job to put our team in situations to uh, understand that uh, out on the practice field so that uh, we can minimize those those issues when, when we get ready for Washington. Amy and then Nick. Doug, along those same lines, um, what are you most interested in seeing today from the guys putting pads on for the first time, given how behind technically you are, given that they haven't been on the field in so long, you know, and it'll actually be kind of banging today. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy because, uh, you know, just a few days ago would have been our first preseason game, right, last Thursday. So um, we would have been in we would have been in pads for two weeks leading up to that to that game. And, you know, for me, it's about getting the guys out there in pads, running around, you know, again, first time that we're going to have uh, it's not live contact, but it's it's contact, needless to say, uh, since since that playoff game. And um, I just want to see the guys move around. Uh, they got to get used to the equipment again. Um, you know, the practice is a little bit lighter today, but at the same time, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to fly around. We're going to work on some of these situations that I've been, I've been, uh, talking about and, and really kind of get a feel for, for where we are as we begin to ramp up and, and really get into the sort of the meat and potatoes of our, of our schedule here in the next couple of weeks. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, hi, Doug. I want to follow up on, you know, last week you were, you were talking about the limiting the uh, live sessions to maybe two or so, you know, like you usually do. But without the preseason games, uh, how much uh, tougher does that make it to uh, to evaluate, you know, some of the rookies uh, you have on offense, like, you know, your rookie running backs and wide receivers in terms of ball security? I mean, that's I think that's an issue that, that every team is, is going to face. But, you know, um, you know, that's one of the things that we have to do through our individual periods each and every day. We, we stress ball security um, a lot, um, you know, even. You know, I think about Deuce and, and some of the things he does with his running backs and the ball security drills, taking all our all our skill position players through, you know, ball security uh, circuits and, and tackling circuits. And, you know, where we can we can sort of replicate uh, in game in game situations so that ball security, um, you know, we can we can minimize, you know, uh, and, and sort of eliminate, hopefully eliminate, you know, the turnovers and. Um, I, I do believe that the teams that take care of the football obviously have a greater chance of, of winning games, and, and uh, that's, a, that's a big emphasis to us now, especially in these padded uh, portions of practice. Okay, thanks, Coach. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you soon. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Morning, Jim. Um, we'll get started with Paul Domlich and then John McMullen. Hey, Jim. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, you, last time we, we spoke, you talked about your linebacker group as a whole. I wanted to ask you specifically about the three rookies you have in that group, how they're progressing, uh, particularly Davion. I mean, it's early, I realize that, but do you see him being able to make enough progress to contribute more, uh, more than just on special teams for you this year? Well, that's yet to be seen. I will say this, that um, linebacker and safety are two of the most difficult positions for guys to get up to speed with. That's including um, having a full off-season program for rookies, OTAs, minicamp, and a full preseason, game, uh, preseason schedule and, um, and preseason games. 
Um, so their learning has to be accelerated. Um, both of those guys are all three of those guys are smart guys and have adapted well. It, now it's just a matter of accumulating as many reps as we can get. And uh, when we do have those heavy contact practices, those are going to be you know, really important in our evaluations. Um, there's no grading on the curve for this. It can't be, well, it's week seven, a guy has to play, or it's week two, a guy has to play, or, you know, week 16, and a guy has to play. And, you know, sorry, he didn't have any training camps, so we can't expect much of him. Our job's to get those guys ready, and um, and we we have confidence in those guys. Those guys are working hard, and they're really good athletes and uh, feel good about their prospects. John and then Jimmy. Hey, Jim. Good morning. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts a little bit on Darius Slay. Carson was talking about him yesterday, and he mentioned he was different. And what what are the kind – when you look at an imposing quarterback who's kind of looking at a corner and saying he's different and I realize he's there, what are some of the traits that makes him that way? Well, I'd say first is experience. Um, this is not his first rodeo. Um, you know, he's he's been a proven player in this league, um, has a long track record, has a lot of experience matching different kinds of receivers. He's played against, um, you know, a whole range of different guys. So I think that's probably the first thing, you know, when you're a quarterback and you go out to practice and there's a guy that you've seen on film for four years and you've seen him on opponent film and you've seen him, you know, defend different wide receivers. I think that respect goes a long way. So there's some familiarity there. Um, but, you know, just, you know, a guy that that knows his job technique wise, um, you know, that has a nose for the football. Those are those are things that a quarterback is going to be concerned about when it comes to throwing to a particular receiver. Jimmy and then Dave Zingaro. Yeah, Dave, you can go. Uh, Jim already answered my question. Okay. Oh, that was good. I had to double up on <laughs> double up on more. I don't have to sit in this. This, this room, by the way, looks like I'm on um, a scene from Zero Dark Thirty. Um, I got I got lights in my face. We got a camera. I mean, I feel like I gotta I gotta either start blinking or I gotta start um, reading a message. Um, you know, from um, you know from terrorists or something. Gotta hold up today's newspaper again. Yeah. Proof of proof, um, of, proof of life. Uh, before you said that the cornerback spot opposite Darius is, is an open competition, but with the limited time, is there is there enough time for that open competition? Are you going to mix in different players? We saw Vontae there yesterday. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of different players. I mean, obviously, when you look at a guy like Slay or you look at a Rodney McLeod or Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham, you're going to have a good idea that they're going to be out there in week one. Um, but we're going to we're going to match a lot of different um you know, a lot of different combinations. And there's going to be some days just because of our accelerated camp. Um, there's going to be some guys that have days off. So you'll see some guys uh, in there. Um, we've seen the last few years um, how important it is to plug players in and uh, still have a level of success. So um, we've always tried to do that during training camp anyway, just sort of, you know, throw different groups out there and mix and match guys. Number one, to be able to see players against different competitions. So you're not sort of working against the same guys all, all training camp. But, um, but number two, just to have a, com a comfort level with the other guys that are, um, you know, that are out there. So, so we'll do that for a lot of different reasons, not just competition. Um, but we, but we'll have plenty of time for competition and, and coach Peterson has given us 
um, some good opportunities to get some, you know, it's it not quite game situations, but as close as we can uh, simulate and we'll have a good chance to get everybody an, an opportunity and uh, be able to make decisions, um, you know, in a few weeks. Jeff and then Kristen. Jim, uh, last time you spoke, you, you weren't asked about Derek Barnett, but we spoke to a few players and coaches about him and, and they were saying how he seemed, uh, you know, coming in healthy for the first time seemed to be uh, good for him, uh, clearly. But here we are in the first week of, of camp, or at least padded practices, and he's, and he's back on the DL with a week-to-week injury. Is there some correlation between his size? Uh, he's, he, I guess he would say he's probably on the smaller side for that position and uh, the injuries that he's gotten over the last several years. No, I, I think the injuries he he's had um, haven't been related to that. I've had a lot of really big guys um, that have had injuries there too. It's a physical game. It's a physical position. Um, defensive tackle and defensive end, I think, are the only positions that make contact with somebody on every single play. I mean, you can be an offensive guard, and it's pass protection, and there's nobody over you, and you can sort of just sit there. And you might not have contact with somebody, but defensive tackles, defensive ends take a load every play, whether you're 350 pounds or 250 pounds. Um, there's a toll that comes and Derek plays so hard and plays so wide open. Um, you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't take any plays off. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're real. We're, I was, I'm, I, I still am very pleased with where Derek is. And I think he's going to have an outstanding year this year. Go ahead, Kristen, and then Mike Kay. Hey, Jim, hope you're doing well. Um, obviously, with no preseason games, it's kind of, you, you touched on it, but it's different to evaluate where the rookies are right now. Can you take us through what it's like having to split those reps in your approach? Because you also need the veterans to be ready for week one while also trying to evaluate the younger guys that you have. Yeah, that's a really good point um, because we do have sort of two concurrent um, agendas in training camp, and we're sort of, we're sort of, Almost in a game prep type week, um, you know, trying to get guys ready for Washington. And then also we're trying to develop players and we're trying to um, and we're trying to also evaluate players. So one hand, um, we're really driving toward, you know, we're, we're you know, we're only a few weeks away from from going and playing a game for real. And then on the other end, we have guys that are basically brand new that we need to find out as much as we can. I think Coach Peterson's done a really good job of mixing different periods in practice that way. And we have some periods that are very specific toward trying to get a group that's already experienced ready to play. And then we have enough other periods where, um, you know, where we can see guys and, and evaluate and develop. I think it's going to be an ongoing thing this year. I mean, an abbreviated training camp isn't going to be the end of our developmental program. You're going to see some stuff early in the season um, where we get some younger guys a lot more work maybe than uh, than they would in, in previous years. It, it reminds me a lot of um, 2011. Um, 2011, there was a lockout year. We started a little bit late. Now, we had all those preseason games, but um, we were on a little bit of an abbreviated schedule, and we were able to get everything in. Mike and then Les. Jim, last year uh, in early press conference and training camp, you brought up how Hassan Ridgeway was a new guy that kind of got in the system and, and impressed you right away. Who's the new guy this year that's kind of acclimated themselves pretty quickly and impressed you? Too early to say. Um, you know, yesterday was the first day with pads, and it really wasn't a competitive period. 
you know, in, in Coach Peterson's terms, it was a 10-10-10. You guys that saw that, even though it probably looked very competitive, it really wasn't a true evaluation kind of thing. It was always just one of those, the first day of pads, um, Coach has always taken that approach of, you know, not throwing red meat out there for those guys the very first day. So let's just reserve judgment on guys that require pads and, um, you know, to, to, to truly evaluate them. Let's give them, let's give them this first week and then maybe I'll, I'll be able to better answer that question. Um, you know, maybe this time next week. Less and then Zach. Hi, Jim. Uh, we've been talking for a good while now about this defensive tackle rotation, theoretically. And uh, last year, of course, Malik went down first game. Now you're you're preparing for the season without Javon Hargrave. Are you ever going to get what you're what you're looking for here? And uh, with Javon, does he play a position where maybe it's easier for him to get ready for the season without reps in terms of scheme and so forth? complexity of what he does than say if he were a safety or a linebacker or something. Well, yeah, I'll just start there. First, Javon's or Javon is a, um, is a experienced player. And generally when those guys come in, it's, they're not, they're not learning how to play football. They're learning the way you play and it's more terminology and things like that. So, so young vets tend to get up to speed really quickly, um, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But you know, I think there are some positions that just by the nature of their position is it, it's a little easier to plug, particularly young players in defensive line, outside corner. I already mentioned, you know, safeties and linebackers, and particularly with where offenses go, with the complexity of offense, with all these jet sweeps and distractions and zone reads and RPOs and all that stuff that builds into it, things change really fast. It used to change because a guy would sort of trot across half speed in motion and you had to go from one thing to another. Now that same guy is going in motion and it looks like the start of a hundred meter dash um, in the Olympics and you have to go super, super fast. So, um, you know, D line doesn't necessarily have those kind of complexities. It's more of a physical game for those guys up there. We're not super complicated when it comes to those guys. So uh, it will be. It, it, I, I think it'll be an easier transition for a guy like uh, Jay, um, you know. And and you know, we'll, we'll we'll see where we get with those guys. Injuries are a part of the game. We've seen it. Um, you know, we we've had to deal with it. You know, you can have a plan, but you know, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was famous for his saying about plans. Um, so you better have a plan B and you better be ready for um, how it goes because it's just a matter of time before things don't go to plan um, over the course of the year. But team, teams that can balance those things and find a way um, to still be competitive and still have success, those are teams that are going to be rewarded at the end of the year. we got time for one more. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Jim, since we spoke to you last, you signed Vinny Curry. Uh, does Vinny take on the same role he had last year? And if so, how does that affect the development and potential playing time of these young of these young edge rushers like Sweat, Avery, and Miller that you've spent time developing? Yeah, you know, I think Vinny had an outstanding year for us last year, one of his best. So it was a it was good to get him back. He's a veteran player that um, you know we we talked about some of these young guys needing all these reps and everything. Vinny's a guy that uh, needs to get ready, um, doesn't quite need as many reps. So I don't think it'll hurt the development of um, of the younger guys. Um, you know, you're not going to find a coach that says more good players is a bad situation. 
So, um, you know, we added a good player, a trusted player in our scheme, a guy that's had success in our scheme, um, a guy that means a lot to our locker room and to our spirit. Um, you know, so we added a guy like that. I see that as a bonus. Um, it's not going to take away from the development of, um, of those younger guys. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, okay. everybody. <laughs>